Good morning, everybody, and it's a beautiful, gorgeous day out there. Get out there, take 10 deep breaths of fresh air. It's out there for us. It's made special for us by Hashem Yitbarach. He spent all night concocting, putting it together, carbon dioxide, nitrogen, oxygen, inert gases, and mixed especially for us, my friends, especially for our lungs and all the creatures, all the living creatures on this planet are using the same diesel fuel of air. <clears throat> Whether it's grasshoppers or giraffes or humans or gorillas, they're all using the same air to stay alive. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, now that air is going to pick up our spirits. It's going to give us a positive attitude. And that's what Hashem wants us to have because he is, he is blowing the wind at our backs. He's giving us the bitachon, bitachon that we can do anything. And that's why in the beginning of our, of our Holy Bible, Chumash, it tells us that we're made in Tzelem Elohim. Wow, what a th- statement. That's a statement and a half, that we're made in the image of God. You have to believe that. We have to know. We're not, I, Hashem is saying it, and He said it uh, maybe two or three different times. That we made Betzelem Elokim Nivra Adam, and then even Parashat Noach he says Shofech Dam Adam. If somebody kills another guy, Has Shalom, then you got to take him. You got to kill him. Hashem says I can kill him, but I don't want to kill him. You have to go kill him. Why? Because you just he's just murdered an image of God Kaviachol. So so we have to know that, and Hashem is telling us that for many many reasons. One reason is to know that we are endlessly great. We are made in the image of Hashem and we can do anything in this world that we put our minds to and we have to have respect for ourselves and respect for our fellow man. Have to respect. Look in the mirror in the morning. Look at that image in the morning and say, I can do anything today. I'm going to do some good things today. I'm going to go out there and, and be pleasant to my fellow man. Smile at people. I'm going to go learn Torah. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to give charity. I'm going to do anything. I'm going to do all the great things that I know that I can do. And you take that water in the morning. Look in the mirror and patch your face with the water. Clean it off because you're dusting off the image of Hashem. You're at Salem, you're an image, but you have to you have to work on it, my friends, because you've got to make it real. That's called that's called emunah hoshit, sensory perception. That's the way Rabbi Miller always put it. You have to be sensory here, buddy. You've got to feel it. So right now we are working on Abraham, where we are studying Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was the greatest of the greats. And he was actually named by Hashem, Yisrael. Could you imagine that? His name is Yisrael. And actually, that's what we live by. We don't live by Yaakov. We're Bene Yisrael. We are the children of Yisrael. That's who we are right now. We're standing there. We're not, we're not called Yaakov. But we're Bene Yisrael. Yisrael is the one that overcame an angel. Wow. Yaakov Avinu was able to overcome, fight an angel. That's beyond our ken, beyond our understanding. He fought an angel, a spiritual angel, that could 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 kill a, a, you with, a, with, this, with his pinky. Aquamino had help from heaven, and he was a superhuman strength of a person as well besides that, but that wouldn't have done it enough. And he was able to overcome an angel. That angel was a symbol of all, of all evil of the world. And Akov was backing us up. Yaakov was the symbol of all the Jewish people. That's Yisrael. We're the Jewish people. That's him. And he's backing us up to give us that understanding and that feeling and that positivity that we can overcome the evil inclination. You hear that, my friends? We can overcome. Yaakov overcame the angel. That angel has all those worst things you could think of. And 
to tell us that we can overcome the angel, the, the, the Yetzirah inside of us, who is the manifestation of all those angels, the bad ones. We could do it too. Just like Yaakov did it, we can also do it too. So right now we're living with Yaakov. He's giving us stratagems for life. Listen to the strategy. Listen carefully because it's a very important strategy. I heard this from Rabbi Miller. He said the following show. You have to know that we have an opportunity and we have an, we have an obligation to influence our children. No question about that. And the question is, when are we, when are we going to pick our spots? There are certain spots. You've got to pick them certainly all through their lives and your lives. But you have to know how to do it, when to do it. But at, there's one point where we can really pour it on. And that's at the end of our lives. And we're learning that from Yaakov. At the end of his life, he was at the last on his bed. And he called his children around. And he gave them instructions for life. And he told them some tough things. But he waited till the end. He didn't tell them tough things while in, the, in the middle, in the beginning, while they, you know, before the end. Because maybe they wouldn't accept it. Maybe they would run away. Maybe they'll go run to Esav, the Midrash tells us. No. So he waited when the time was right, brought them all together, and he told them what they had to be told. And they became the great 12 tribes, Shifteka. They became the 12 tribes because Yaakov Hinu was the master of Chinuch, of raising children. And he raised them when the time was right. You can't just hit a kid over the head. You have to, when this is receptive, when the child is receptive, then you could. Tell him what to do in a nice manner. Put your arm around his. Put your arm around his shoulder first. You have to. You have to. You have to. Uh, you have to massage his neck. Tell him how good he is. Tell him how great he is. Tell him what how much he could do. And then you could give him instruction in a nice, soft manner. That you have to do that. You're obligated to do that. You can't just let it slide. But Yaakov Avinu, he waited till the end. Because at person's end, the children are more receptive to do whatever the daddy wants them to do. Rabbi Miller tells the story, there was a certain family that they, were, they, didn't, they didn't, uh, weren't religious at all. And the father that is on his deathbed, he had the children, he told the children, I want you to keep Shabbat. And you know what? They did it. They, did, they, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't become necessarily all religious, but they kept Shabbat all the way through. Till the end, they kept Shabbat. Now, I know certain people that they took that opportunity to, that that a person was sick, real sick, has for Shalom at the end, and the person, I know one person, he wrote maybe 10 letters to, to members of his fam- family with instructions, letters of instructions, what to do when they were gone. And they were able to take those letters to heart. So my friends, we should certainly, we're not waiting until we're on, the, we're on, the, uh, on our last legs. We have to, be, we have to uh, uh, train our children when, even when they're, when they're just out of the cr- cradle. But, we to pick our spots, and you have to know the, one of the biggest spots is when you're towards the end, they're open to listening to your parents, to the olders, to us. The, 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 the children are more open to listening, and we should take advantage of it, just like Yaakov Avinu took advantage of it. Have a great day today. Bye.